0: Have you ever heard of the Adverse Childhood Experiences Scale, ACEs? You may have, but have you heard of the Positive Childhood Experiences Scale? That's what I want to talk about today. Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. So if you've been swept up at all in the social media trend of talking about trauma, one of the things that you may hear people talk about if they're talking about trauma or boundaries or energy work or healing and breaking generational cycles is the adverse childhood experience okay and so this was a study done in the 1990s by Dr. Robert Enana and he created a list of adverse childhood experiences and the more you have, the more likely you are to be ever addicted to drugs. You're more likely to have different mental health issues. You're more likely to have um, diseases or other health factors. So the adverse childhood experience was super interesting, right, to run about. So people have talked about this one for years. And so if you've never heard about it, here's what the childhood experiences are. And you give yourself one point for every yes you can say. Did a parent or another adult in that household often or very often swear at you, insult you or humiliate you or act in a way that may have hurt you? Or you that you were afraid to be physically hurt? So put your finger up. Count your coins. Did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often push, grab, slap, or throw something at you? Or ever hit you so hard that you had marks or were you injured? Did an adult or a person at least five years older than you ever touch you in a sexual assault way? Attempt or do... Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to say all the words because of the possible listenership. Do you often or very often feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special? Your family didn't look out for each other or feel close to each other or support each other. So that's point four. Did you often or very often feel that you didn't have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, had no one to protect you, or that your parents were too drunk or high to take care of you? Okay, that's five. Six, were your parents ever divorced or separated? Seven, was your mother or stepmother often or very often pushed, grabbed, slapped, or had something thrown at her? Sometimes, often, or very often, kicked, bitten, or hit, or hit with something hard, hit with a fist or an object, okay, or used a weapon, had a weapon used against her. Did you live with anyone who was a problem drinker or alcoholic or used street drugs? Was a household member... Depressed or mentally ill, or did a household member attempt suicide? Did a household member go to prison? Okay, so these questions are from the website aces, A C E S 2 T O O H I G H dot com. The aces quiz is a variation of the questions asked in the original ACEs quiz by the Centers for Disease Control researchers in the 1990s. So a lot of us, or maybe this is brand new to you, I've heard about the ACEs study for years, but what I haven't heard about is this other one that was done in 2019, September 2019, Dr. Christina Bethel released the results of a study of over 6,100 adults from John Hopkins about positive childhood experiences. And that's what I want to talk to you today about since it's back to school season. This is a really important time to say, hey, are we doing these things? Do my kids have these things? They, of course, as life always is, may answer these questions differently than you. But here's what I want you to think about. There's not that many of them. There's only seven positive childhood experiences that are able to be correlated to good mental health, um, lower rates of incarceration. Like they just have all these things. They're just, 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 just <laughs> thank you. Statistically linked to good emotional and mental health. Okay, so these seven are what we're aiming for. Number one, the ability to talk with family about feelings. So pause, reflect, how comfortable are you with all the feelings? Are they able to talk about feelings with you? All of the feelings. Can you sit with the hard ones? This is something, right? We have to think about. Number two, the sense that family is supportive during difficult times. Number three, the enjoyment of participation in community traditions. So what are your anchors, right? with your family and with your local community at large, or if you're a military adjacent family like me, what are your anchors related to that? Find them. Maybe it's part of your religious community. Maybe it's the sports teams. Whatever it is, find your anchors. Four, feeling a sense of belonging in high school. Maybe your kids aren't here yet, but how can you encourage your kids that have a sense of belonging in high school before they get to high school. Can you teach them about friendships? Can you work at being the house that other kids feel comfortable coming to? Can you work on learning your kids' friends' names? Right? Everyone loves to hear their name. Number five, feeling supported by friends. Number six, having at least two non-parent adults that genuinely care. Two non-parent adults that genuinely care. You you have to help this, guys. Parenting needs a village, right? I always say that motherhood is too fragile. Come on, cat. Motherhood is too fragile to do alone. This is one of those moments. Having your kids know that there are other adults that care is one of these seven positive childhood experiences. And the seventh one feeling safe and protected by an adult in their house. Those seven, (laughs) it's not so bad, right? Like they're not undoable as I look at them. They're not impossible tasks. I'm reading another book that I'm going to interview the author of soon. I'll give you a hint. The book is called The Nurture Revolution. And it's mostly written for parents um, before giving birth to a child or um, under the age of three, because that's the time period the scientist is looking at in terms of brain development. But it is just so affirming of what it means to nurture and that the United States in general is a very low nurture society. So if we're living in a society that is low nurture, we are pushing independence more than connectedness so there are a couple questions i want you to think about as you're thinking about am i a safe person for feelings do my kids feel protected by me does our house feel like a place where peers can come over so i'm setting the framework so that my kids have a positive high school experience do your eyes light up when your kids enter the room are you curious about them Or are you just nagging, right, and correcting? There are four questions that Dr. Greer Kirschenbaum says in her book about nurturing presence. Okay, so once again, her book is The Nurture Revolution, and she's going to be a guest soon. But this is lighting my brain up so much, and it goes so well with this positive childhood experience, that I'm going to read them to you, but also link to her website. The first is, do you see me? The second is, do you care that I'm here? The third is, am I enough for you or do you need me to be better in some way? And the fourth is, can I tell that I'm special to you by the way you look at me? In these questions, right, she's asking parents to think about these things from birth to three, right? When the kids can't even respond. And they're only going off tone and body language. I'm sure we're going to get into it. But I want to prompt these and leave these here for you. Because I know that you're a mom that cares. And you've always been exactly the right mom for your kids. And I'm so glad that you are here on earth. And sometimes we just need a couple questions. It's kind of like a tune-up of our heart. And back to school season is a great time to do that. So use these positive childhood experiences, those seven, and these four questions to help guide you into an amazing 2023-2024 school year with your kids. You've got this. There are people all around you that want to be your village and support you. So let's find that together. For your self-care this week, I think that you should make a really delicious salad. I recently joined a community-supported agriculture that delivers vegetables to my house, and it's amazing, and I have now made two giant bowls of cucumber, vinegar, and onion salad that I eat every day at lunch, and um, yeah, it just tastes like summer to me. And for your family, fun idea. I have two of them that I think are really important for this back-to-school time. I would like you to find a way to do something sensory play with your kids. That's the first idea. So get a bucket, get some Play-Doh, get some foam, like the styrofoam foam. Whatever it is, just do something sensory related to help your kids re-regulate when they get home from school. Offer them the opportunities to use more senses, right? Because sometimes when you're sitting at a desk all day, your hands are fidgety and you need some more input. The other family fun idea I have is also related to back-to-school dysregulation is that there is information that tells us that if you can do balance activities, so things that require you to focus on balance and use that vestibular system, so tightrope walking um, balance beams, swinging, those sort of activities really help re-regulate your body and get you back into your body and out of the overthinking and worry of your brain. So if you need to this weekend or in the next week, take extra trips to the park where you can go swing or walk across a balance beam or just walk on the curb up the walk, right? Find places where you can practice balance together as a family because it helps your body um, change from overthinking to being more present in the moment. Once again, I am so glad that you are here. I'm offering Lunch and Learns and it's actually starting this Monday, Monday. Um, August 28th at noon if you want to join me live just email me my email's in the show notes otherwise if you sign up with the link that's in the show notes you can get the recording and we're going to talk about empathy which is a superpower our kids need so they can be successful we need more people that think we not me have a great day i'm so glad you're here please text us the three friends Email me if you have any questions and let's keep calm and mother on together.